0: We got together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Steven on Thursday to just go in after the presence of God and try to pen lyric and melody and after a couple of hours, it just felt like the presence of God just stopped everything. And we wrote a song called The Blessing and it's straight from Scripture and it's the heart of the Father over us as His kids and we're going to sing it this morning if that's okay. And this is a blessing over you and your family and your children. So just receive this this morning. Just put your hands out in front of you. Turn your heart to a place of just receiving the blessing of heaven from God himself over you this morning.
1: your thousand generations, and your family, and your children, and their children, and their
2: children.
3: be glad in it.
0: We got together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Stephen on Thursday to just go in after the presence of God and try to pen lyric and melody. And after a couple of hours, it just felt like the presence of God just stopped everything And we wrote a song called The Blessing. And it's straight from scripture. And it's the heart of the Father over us as his kids. And we're gonna sing it this morning if that's okay. And this is a blessing over you and your family and your children. So just receive this this morning. Just put your hands out in front of you. Turn your heart to a place of just receiving the blessing of heaven from God himself. Over here this
3: morning. Everyone, can you hear me clearly? All right, let's share the link and let's get on. We have just one hour this morning to get off this platform, share the link, call someone, message someone, and let's To in it, welcome to church without walls. Let me know if you can hear me clearly. Father, we thank you. All right, everyone, say Father in the name of Jesus. Mr. Albert Udo, reach out to me. Everyone, say Father in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love and your kindness. Thank you. Lift your voice and let's give God praise in a moment. Give Him praise in a moment. Give Him praise in a moment. Give Him praise in a moment. Father, we thank you. Patient One, we thank you. Patient One, we thank you. Glorious One, we thank you. Mighty One, we thank you. We give you praise we give you praise for great things you have done and greater things you will do. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. bless you lord in the name of jesus say father in the name of jesus this morning i ask for your strong mercies your mercy over my life and my family in the name of jesus lift your voice and let's talk to god father we ask for your mercy your mercy your unchangeable mercy we ask for the power of your mercy upon our lives, upon our families. Let the mercy speak. Let your mercy speak. Let your mercy speak. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. For they are new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. For they are new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. For they are new every morning, and great. Is thy faithfulness? Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Lastly, we are praying. The Bible said get wisdom and in order getting, get understanding. So the Bible is saying that as powerful as wisdom is, if understanding is out of place, then wisdom has no business in play because it comes in three um, chains, knowledge, understanding, and then wisdom. So you acquire an information by knowledge, you process that information by understanding, and you apply it by wisdom. So if understanding is absent, if our understanding is absent, then knowledge is useless and wisdom is not important. Now we are coming to teach for the next few minutes. It is important that we have understanding of the things that the Lord will communicate to us. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for understanding this morning. Lord, give me understanding, the spirit of understanding. Come and lift your voice in 30 seconds. Tell God to give you understanding. Tell him to give you understanding. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you praise. Father, we thank you. Lord, this morning, I ask that um, your spirit rest upon us. I ask that your grace and your mercy become our heritage. Let goodness and mercy follow us and never depart. Lord, this morning, let your word come with strength. Let your word come with life. Let your word come with power. Let your word bring redemption to us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray and I ask that you strengthen us via your word. Quicken us that we will call upon your name. Enlighten our understanding, Lord. Let your light shine upon us. Let ignorance and doubt fall off. We receive grace for grace. We receive grace for grace, we receive wisdom, we receive an impartation of your spirit to bring about a turnaround. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. And the church will say amen and amen. All right. I'm going to be dealing on something very crucial this morning probably tonight also and uh, in the coming days. So I'm going to urge you to pay attention, pay keen attention, listen to it, pass it to those who you know that need it. All right. Focusing on the blessing. Focus. Focusing on the blessing. We have learned and heard so much about Generational curses, ancestral curses, family curses, national curses, the sufferings, and all that comes with it. But there is little spoken about the blessing. There is little understood about the blessing. An average believer knows more about generational curses than the blessing. An average believer knows more about generational curses than the blessing. But that is not how God actually wants us to understand life or to live life. As true as curses are, be it generational, ancestral, and all, it is also true that the blessing is real. And the one thing about life is that what you don't know, Paul speaking to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, he said, I would not want you to be ignorant of spiritual gifts. And a wise man once said, when the purpose of a thing is unknown, abuse becomes inevitable. Abuse means you are using it, but you are using it abnormally. That is what abuse is. You are using it abnormally. So a lot of us are using... What is supposed to be for our good abnormally because we don't even understand what this thing entails. And I pray that by the end of this teaching, the Lord will enlighten our eyes and give us understanding, and we shall become an evidence of the blessing. In Jesus' name. Proverbs 1022 said, The blessing of the Lord, it make cut rich, and he added no sorrow with it. Note, it didn't say blessings, but he said the blessing, singular. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he added no sorrow with it. The Amplified Version said, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh bracket truly rich. It put added truly to the, the statement that truly bracket close rich. He has no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. Alright, did you get that at all? I wish somebody is posting my scripture along. I would have been excited. So we flow. He said, the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. Give me an, an um, amplified. I'm now reading amplified. Alright. It makes truly rich and he adds no sorrow with it. He went further and said, neither does toil and increase it. So what that means is that, number one, this blessing is singular and it comes from the Lord. That's number one. And this is where true riches are hidden inside. So if the Bible is saying it makes us truly rich, that means there are riches that are not true. The person might have, the problem is that in the physical world we are in, we now have our own contest. Alright? We now have our own contest of what the blessing is supposed to be. I think this amplifier is different from mine. I'm sure that you are going to copy one Google amplifier or something. Check for another amplifier that is amplifying for me. This your amplifier is amplified. It's not amplifying at all. He said, "Neither does toiling." That is the word I'm trying to emphasize on right now. Toiling, I have to work more. I have to get ten jobs. I have to get five jobs. Powerful, very important, very good. All right, but he said, "This blessing that we are talking about, your toiling." You guys should learn to give me the app um, bible from the apps most of the bibles on the googles i don't know how it has been tempered with i don't know how it has been tempered with but that is not a complete bible all right that is the complete one neither does toil increase it so you can have the best of jobs but still nothing is changing Alright, some of you are in that position right now. You are in depth, left, right, front, center. But you know you are working. If you don't understand this concept, you're going to walk to the end of your life till you go to meet the Lord and you realize you, did, you didn't do anything out of your life. So which means the blessing is not about toiling. Look at what he said. He said to- no, that does toiling increase it. Toiling can't increase it because toiling was not what brought it in the first place. You remember in the book of Luke chapter 5, you read from verse 1 down to 7, Peter had toiled all night. He did everything humanly possible. Peter had professional skill and idea how to catch fishes. He had applied everything he knows, yet nothing was working. Many of us are in that seat. Listen, the response is not for you to do it more. No man. The response is to sit down and find a way out. Peter had done everything. So he gave up. While he was packing the net, he came in contact with Jesus. Keep this in mind. We need it as time goes by. He came in contact with Jesus. And Jesus said, I want your boots to be used for ministry. And Peter didn't complain. He gave his boat. When Jesus was done, he said, okay. Now, cast thy net. He said, we must have done all night. He said, okay, less at add that word. Since you said it, no problem. If he knew the capacity of the person who was now in his life, he wouldn't have argued or started explaining. But he was quick enough to, okay, no problem. Since you said it, I will try. And when he threw the net, what he had not been able to gather for one month, he got them in one minute. Can I pray for someone? In the name of Jesus, any area of your life where you have been toiling, any area of your life where you have been laboring, where you have been sweating and stressing, I pray, may the blessing of God that compresses one year into one month be introduced into your life right now. Begin to experience ease in the mighty name of Jesus. Peter God everything he was supposed to get in months. What he couldn't get for long, he got them in one encounter. Many of us have not, we want that kind of result, but we've not learned to follow God accurately. Genesis chapter 12, 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1 to 3. Help me quickly with that scripture. Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1 to 3. It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great and thou shall be a blessing. All right, let me add this before we proceed, that the plan of God is not to sprinkle blessings everywhere. The plan of God is to pick a man, bless that man, connect other people to that man, through that man they will be blessed. If you are getting it, I want to be sure you are getting it. I would love to get your response. That is the plan of God. So, when I hear people say it's not about people, it's not about men, all I care about God. You don't even know God. If you know God, you will know God's dealings. I know you, you don't understand. I'm going to show you clearly right now in a moment. Let's go to verse 3. He said, Look at what he said. He said, Thou shalt be a blessing, all right? Then he went further and verse 3 said, I will bless them that bless thee and curse him. That crosses thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Invested now, I will bless them. So look at it now. What about these people who God is calling them? Why can't God bless them? That is not the structure. You see, when God began to make man from Genesis chapter two or chapter one. 26, 20, read down to 28, the chapter two, he formed man. God did not form multiple men. He formed one first. Out of Adam, he took the rib to make another copy, the female copy of Adam, took a rib and made Adam. He never made another Adam again or another Eve, but he used from that one and began to reproduce. So God's pattern of blessing is to pick a man bless that man pour out the blessing on that man then he connects men to that man so now it is safe and it is true to say that since the days of abraham till now god has never released another blessing from heaven again i know you are late but please try and catch up with your mind i'm not saying you are late by time or your brain is not quick it's not coming up Be quick, forget what I'm saying. Since the days of Abraham till now, God has never released another blessing from heaven again. The first original blessing that everybody on earth must experience, God put inside Abraham. Okay, pastor, if that is true, Muslims are not uh, Christians. So, but I've seen Muslims who um, are rich and all of that. Okay, you, thank God you called it rich, not blessed. Okay? But also understand, most the Muslims have a part of their blessing. How? In Abraham, two generations came out, which was Isaac and Ishmael. For the sake that Ishmael was the seed of Abraham, Ishmael took a part of the blessing. When Hagar was leaving, Abraham sent Hagar out. They were in the wilderness. The Bible said an angel appeared when the child was to die and said, Hagar, What a lady? He said, me and my child, we are hungry, we are thirsty. I don't want us to die. And he said, okay, look at the well of water, they fetch it and give to the boy. And he said, this one, it will be a wild man. He will be against his, his brother, but he too shall be blessed. That was what the angel said to him. So the Arabic nation, the, the, the Muslims, have a loins out of Abraham. But they are not the true inheritor of the blessing because they are not of promise. Isaac is the one that is of promise. So the blessing is seated on the root of Isaac. Are you getting this thing right now? So everyone, since Abraham till now, God has never released, oh, God bless me, oh, God bless me. Do you know what God will do? God will connect you to a man who has been able to connect himself to the blessing of Abraham. That's it. If you catch this, you will never be poor in your life. If God wants to bless, Father, bless me, Father, bless me. Oh, God, bless me, bless me. That is, if you actually understand the context of God's blessing, what God does, he will not release anything from the sky. Again, God is done. The day God blessed Abraham, God stopped doing it. So Abraham became the foundation and the roots of the blessing. So God will connect you back to Abrahamic blessing. That is the only way that you will blessed. I will bless them that bless thee. So all these them that bless thee, why can't God bless those people? It is not in God's way of doing that. Then indeed, God didn't make a mistake. He didn't say your generation. He didn't say this. He said, indeed shall all families of the earth be blessed. Inside one man. That is where all the families, all the families in America, in Europe, in Ghana, in Togo, in generations to come. God saw you now and gave Abraham your blessing. So if you cannot locate where Abraham is, you will not be able to get the blessing. Understand that the blessing is not money, but the blessing can produce money and everything money can buy. Proverbs ten twenty two give us that understanding. If I can get that scripture back on my screen, I'll be glad. Proverb 10, verse 22. It says, for the blessings of the Lord make it rich. If I can get amplified, I will love it more. For the blessings of the Lord, it makes you rich and it does not add sorrow with it so the blessing is not the riches but it has some component inside of it that can convert it into riches how rich do you want to be million billion trillion the blessing has what it takes to make that conversion the blessing of the lord it makes truly rich It is not the riches. He said there's an extra extra benefit that comes now. Those in the world can get rich. But there is now an extra benefit that comes with it. He said he has no sorrow with it. So this blessing, it doesn't come with pain. Neither does toiling increase it. So the blessing is not riches, but the blessing can make you rich. The blessing is a reward of your obedience to God's instruction. The blessing is a reward of your obedience to God's instruction. So you read God said to Abraham first, Get thee out of thy father's house. Okay? Now, if you get out of your father's house, I will make thee a nation. I will bless you. And everyone that bless you shall be blessed. Everyone that curse you shall be cursed. God did this say me, I will cause them. there's something I'm putting on you now. That whoever that work in your favor is done. Whoever that is not working in your favor is also done. Then he went further and said, What I'm going to do for you again is that I'm going to make sure that this blessing does not come with sorrow. And Abraham, if you will leave your father's house and you will obey me and you will follow me, then it will come. So the blessing is a reward of obedience. You don't buy it. You don't. You as, as 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 strange as it may sound to you now, you don't buy. You don't get the blessing in school. Get degree. Get master's, Get PhD. Get your professor, your professorate and doctorate and all of that. It doesn't give you the blessing. It only gives you a certificate and an information. The blessing is a journey. It starts with your commitment to God. The blessing is a journey, and it starts with your commitment to God. The same way the curses that began in your family began with commitment to an idol by somebody in your family. Same way the blessing will have to start with commitment to God. Somebody will have to renegotiate that curse and walk in the blessing into the family. The problem now is that the people who are supposed to bring back the generational blessing are twerking or they are praying for his husband. All they are praying for is a car. All they are praying for is a visa. When there is something bigger than what they are praying for, but they are missing out of it. Listen, listen. let me say this to someone here. If the commitment that your fathers, your forefathers, that brought the problem and the idol... And the curses to the family. If the commitment that they have to the idol or the heart to the idol is bigger and higher than your commitment to God, you will not get access to the blessing. You will not get access to the blessing. Do you get it? If the commitment. That your fathers
1: have
3: and your mothers have with Satan is stronger than your commitment to God. You might just be hanging on there and trying to do something, but you can't override and override that one, that thing, and that one that was there. And that is the problem we are having. Your fathers have that you do. Your mothers have that you do. the they wake up early, go to the shrine. Do whatever they are doing and all of that they've covenanted the children even taught the children what to do and uh, and every month they are going to drop a goat drop a cow they are going to pour libation they idol will tell them don't eat yam they will not eat yam they avoid the things they are, they follow the instruction and you who is claiming to follow god you are not obeying god you are not getting god's instructions even your parents who were not christians were prophetic they could hear their own idol, and you, that is a Christian, can't even hear your own God. So how do you think you will actually be different? Romans six sixteen. If the, their commitment is higher than your commitment to God, you will not enjoy the blessing. Get be Romans six sixteen. Romans six sixteen. Understand that what you give more attention is what increases. What you give more attention is what increases. He said, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servant to obey his servant ye are to whom ye obey. Alright? To whom ye yield yourself to. Many of us claim to be in church, but we have not. The word yield means to surrender, to lift your hand, hands up. To whom you yield yourself to, that person's servant is what you will become. So what you give attention, what you give attention, what you give your time, your energy, your strength, your finances to, your everything to, said so this is the person you are obeying. So it simply means, if you say you are too busy to, to go to church, and say you are a Christian, it simply means you are not obeying God and you are not a servant to God. If you say, um, I can give God um, only on Sunday, but I can't give God weekdays for church and all of that, it means you are not actually yielding and submitting to God. Okay, fine, fine. I can give God my time, but my money is there, I can't go. It simply means you are not yielded to God. What you give more attention increases in your life. We know and talk too much about curses. That's why we don't enjoy the blessing. We know and talk too much, too many prophecies about curses, as true as they are. I want to put it to you today that there is also a blessing in your life and in that family. We must stop dwelling so much on the negativity stop dwelling so much on the negativity oh your father was poor your mother was poor we agree can't somebody be rich i understand the framework that there is a need to have a prototype or an example of what you are believing for so if your father was rich your mother was rich it is easier for you to see and work in it but listen that they didn't get it does not mean you cannot get it that is why God now made an alternative for you. If your father wasn't rich, your mother wasn't rich. Okay, he said get into Abraham's blessing. Connect now to Abraham's blessing. Your father was rich, your mother was rich. Okay, let's add a blessing and more riches to it. Connect to Abraham's blessings. Stop dwelling so much on the negativity. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus. From today, I stopped dwelling so much on the negativity I stop dwelling much on generational curses. On ancestral curses. And I focus on the blessing. 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 On the blessing. Get me Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Listen. Don't chase too many things if you want to follow God and follow where, Chase the blessing. That marriage you are looking for is inside the blessing. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. And God blessed them. So you see, after God created man, the first thing God did was to bless them. He didn't say God bless him. Remember, when God started creation, it was only Adam That he was making at this time, okay. But Eve was inside of Adam. When Bible said God blessed them, it means God is saying, "I am blessing male and female." That is the damn day, okay. That is the damn day. I am blessing both male and female. The male should be blessed, and the female should be blessed. So, for a female to be depending. On a male for an urgent 2K, something is wrong. For a female to be dependent on a male for Momo, something is wrong. For a female to be dependent on male for um, how to wear clothes and pay bills, and if you don't sleep with somebody, they will not send you um, the money you will need to pay rent. If you don't lie, if you don't do certain things and all of that, something is already wrong and it is called the curse of Eve. You know when Eve fell in Genesis chapter 3, God said to Eve, he said, Because of this thing you have done, your desire shall be upon thy husband. It was not so from the beginning that a woman should depend on a man to survive. No, 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 it wasn't there. It was when Eve fell. When Eve rather made a mistake, sinned, and because she opened the door to the sin, and God said, "My woman, your desire shall be, if you read Genesis 3 verse 16, just give me that scripture, we'll come back to this. Let me show some people what they are missing out. Depending on a man for survival is a curse. The only problem a lot of women don't understand is how to also succeed and submit. It is that is the Bible the Bible plan is for a woman to be successful and also submit. That a woman can be a president of a nation, but when she gets home, she's no more a president, she's now a wife. She will still cook, she will still feed the, 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 the husband, feed the children, check out the house is, put everything in order. That is God's structure but for a woman to solely depend on the man for survival to feed them it is not look at it and unto the woman he said i will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception and thy conception in sorrow shall thou bring forth children and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee this rule here is not the rule of a leader okay It is not in the concept of a leader. The word rule here is like a tormentor. Okay? Being controlled, being manipulated, the way Pharaoh was to Israel. That is the context of this rule here because you've gone it out. So somebody being in an abusive relationship, you are enjoying the curse of Eve. Somebody who have to depend on Momo from a man for survival, you are living under the curse of Eve. You are living under the curse of Eve because God blessed them. Let's get back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Are you catching this at all, or I've left you? Are you catching this at all, or I've left you? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Have I left you, or you're catching it? God blessed them. That is why a man wants to marry you and is giving you weird conditions as if he is your ancestor. Somebody just tell you I like you and that's it. it is misbehaving. And God bless them. Somebody say God has blessed me and I shall remain blessed forever. Somebody said God has blessed me and from today I will begin to walk in the reality of his blessing. Can you declare one more time? Say God has blessed me and I shall be blessed forever. God has blessed me. God has blessed you. He has blessed you. So you have to walk in the reality of this blessing. Be you a man, be you a woman. Get me back that scripture one more time. Get it back quick, quick, quick. God has blessed me. And look at what he said further. He said, part of the context of this blessing, after God spoke the blessing, he said, what the blessing we resort to. And God said unto them, Okay, so the blessing is done. I've blessed you. Inside this blessing, look at what is going to happen: be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over everything that moveth upon the earth. So, in, you see, now you don't look for fruitfulness differently. You don't look for multiplying differently. You don't look for um, subduing and replenishing and dominion. Look for the blessing. The moment you capture the blessing, all of these things are enshrined and entrapped inside of it. So God's framework of man's being is the blessing. All right? Before man became man, or before man was made, while man was being made, and after God made man, he programmed man to be blessed. And the target of the blessing was to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and all of that. You must understand this now, that the fruitfulness he's talking about in this context is not only childbirth. I I would even say to you, that is not childbirth. But let me not write that off completely and tell you that it is not just only childbirth. The word fruitful simply means to reproduce, to produce results. Alright? Then multiply is to reproduce what will reproduce that result. The word fruitful is to produce after your kind. You can have a job and you are not being fruitful in your work. So you started a business, it's been 10 years now, but yet nothing is working. You are not fruitful. You are you are working. Yeah. Then if that business begins to prosper and now begin to have branches, okay, this business have now, is now working, so we now have a um, Togo branch, we have a branch in the UK, and all of that, that is now called multiplication because the the root has now become fruitful the problem is a lot of us are trying to multiply when we have not become fruitful somebody's doing a job and the job is dying the job is not moving the same person is going to start a business somebody's doing a business is not working and he's going to start another kind of business focus and find out why is this thing failing first this is why many of us are in debt so it's not working then you go and took you went to collect a loan and um, to start a business or to adopt. it dies you took a loan okay let's start a young business it didn't work you took a loan started orange it did sit down find out why is it not working in the first place Fruitfulness is to multiply after your kind. So the first question now is, what kind are you? To be fruitful is to produce, to reproduce result after your kind. So what kind are you? The chapter 1 verse 26, it said, and God created man. God said, let us make man in our own image and likeness. And God made them male and female, created he them. So it simply means that you are the kind of God. You are God's kind. So when the Bible said be fruitful, it simply means that you should produce after the kind of your original nature, which is God's kind. Your character should reflect God. Your resources should reflect God. The things you you see, everything around you, there should be God written all over it. Because Jesus said, "By by their fruit, we shall know them. So we know whether you are God's kind or Satan's kind by the fruit that you bear. If you read the book of John 15, Jesus began to speak and said that whoever that beareth not fruit, he said, my father is going to cut them out. Anyone that bear fruit, my father will prune them to produce. John 15, read from verse 1 going down. That's all that scripture was all about. But anyone that bears no fruit, my father is going to cut them off. So it means, listen now everyone, it simply means that God is not the one that is coming to bear fruit for you. He will give you what it takes to bear fruit, then you begin to bear fruit. Let me give an example. Like, you go to school, somebody is enrolled into an institution. Example, a scholarship. Somebody gets a scholarship, and get into school and all some scholarship does not cover your books you have to buy books for yourself now that you got a scholarship does not mean they will also scholarship you is a good certificate what you now do with the scholarship your study your learning your exams will now determine whether you are getting anything meaningful out of that school at the end of the day or not the same way it is God has blessed you. God has commanded you to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. It is your duty to exercise all of these things that God has put inside of you. Many of us are not enjoying it because we don't even know who we are and what we are. Genesis 27 from verse 1. Genesis 27 from verse 1. The Bible began to talk about. You read from verse one to forty. We will not go through all. We will take some and just skip through. But the Bible here began to talk about the man called Esau and Jacob, who were the sons of Isaac. The Bible said, and Isaac was old, and his eyes were dim; he couldn't see. So he could um, he called. Is or his eldest son so the pattern and the order was supposed to be uh, the firstborn receives and begin to share to the younger ones so the father followed the procedure and called the eldest son and said unto him my son and he said unto him behold here am i verse 2 and he said behold now i am old and i know not the days of my death listen can i show us something here before we proceed the scripture If your parents are old, please, can you collect what they have before they die? Don't sit down unwise and miss out and end up suffering like your father, suffering like your mother. I know sometimes at old age people become annoying, but ignore all of the things and focus on collecting the blessing. Many parents actually sorry to say they are getting they are old and there's no blessing i'm not saying they are not rich i'm saying there's no blessing i'm going to, to show you certain things you'll find out that there are people who are living that there's no blessing in their life they've lost it on the other hand many also don't even understand the reason to bless their children taught us again and again you are a father you are a mother on this platform please stop allowing your emotions to make you speak over your children you you will die idiot child stupid animal fool listen what you are doing you are destroying the future of that child that child can grow and find it difficult to get married and now you are now the one going from church to church prayer to prayer oh my daughter is not getting married my son is not getting a job my son is not getting a visa but check when they were growing you have used your mouth you see when god created man god said bless them and god said all of this and god knew that that is how human beings function but now we've used our mouth to destroy their future so the future is here when we are supposed to enjoy and we begin to suffer and we are asking is God not faithful? Yeah, I know what we will say on the other hand. You see, we were ignorant. So God should just show mercy. As powerful as that is, as powerful as that is, certainly if everything in life just happened like that, then a lot of us will not be where we are. We can just go and rob in the bank. And when they arrest you, you say, oh, sorry, it's my first time. Just show mercy. So give me, let's go from verse 3 now. The father said, I'm getting old. So, when people are getting old, from the Bible pattern, we are supposed to understand there is something, there is a way you don't behave at old age. You start now focusing on leaving a legacy and creating posterity. If I live now, how will my children continue? What can I offer? I didn't say I'm dying now. I'm old. I don't know when I will go, but I know I'm old. So, let me start putting things in order now. Now therefore, I pray thee. Now, now therefore, take I pray thee thy weapon, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field and take me some venison and make me savoury meat such as I love, not anyone you like. Now you see the contest. I want you to go and hunt for me. Even if there's food in the house, I want fresh food. I'm gonna tell you why the father demanded all of this. I want fresh food. All right, It should be the type I love. And bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. Now, I have a question. Why will a father ask his son for food before he can bless him? It tells you that the blessing is not free. You don't buy the blessing, note, but it's not free. The blessing is not money. It is heritage. The father was not saying, okay, I'm going to die. Now eh, I want to write my will. Okay, you take 20 lands. Don't forget, Jacob was one of the richest men in those days. One of the richest he did. He is still one of the richest nations on earth, which is Israel. So he had lands to share. He had cattle. He had cows. He had goats. He had all kinds of things. But the Bible specifically said, he said, I want to bless you. I don't want to give you property. If you are a Bible student, you're going to remember that Jacob took the blessing and left the house. And when he left, he ran because Esau was looking for him to kill. From verse 41 of this same scripture. Esau was looking for him to kill. So when Jacob left the house, Jacob did not take anything. So Esau, that was not the one that received the blessing, was in the house with the inheritance, with the land and all of that. But note this, when Jacob and Esau met in the future, Jacob was now richer than Esau. Oh God, help me. I wish I have somebody who is getting what I'm saying at all. I wish I have one person who is getting... Esau stayed in the house with all the father's property after the father died. All the goat, all the land. He was there with them. But Jacob left the house with nothing. But after they met in the future, Jacob had more properties. You don't become rich by your father writing a will to you. It is the blessing that makes you rich. Many of us are running looking for money. We can't find it. Many of us are running around trying to do multiple jobs. Our life will not produce because the blessing, the seed of riches is missing. That is the blessing. So how you left your father's house matters. How you left your mother's house matters. What did you live with? Your father gave you hundred thousand Ghana cities Beautiful, it can get finished, but if they gave you the blessing, it can't get finished. So why don't you focus on the one that does not finish than the one that finish? Focus on the invisible. The blessing is abstract. Understand that the blessing is not money. It is a heritage, and the blessing is entrusted. The blessing. Is entrusted. There is something that must trigger it to be given to you. You don't just go, oh, bless me. I can pray for you. Yet, I didn't bless you. I can pray for you, but I did not bless you. The blessing is entrusted. The blessing is given. Like I said to us, every blessing on earth is not coming from heaven. No. It's coming from Abraham God gave it to him. That is it. Nothing. Most of us feel as we begin to pray now. Oh Father, then there's one place in heaven where they manufacture cars. They will not release spiritual car. Then your own car will come. Oh Father, make me rich. There's one place in heaven, they will not throw money. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. There is nothing like that. God put the blessing on Abraham and said, indeed, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. So when I pray now, then angels will now go to the room where they kept um, shoes and pray, oh God, I don't have shoes. But now go there, open the shoe, not throw it down or carry it somewhere. Then no, no, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. It is the blessing that makes you rich. Listen, you don't get the blessing in school. That is why you can have degree, have master's, and you work for years and nothing, there's nothing to show for it because you thought that the job is what it takes to make life. You are not blessed if you have a job. No, 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 no. You are not blessed. That's not the blessing. If you have a certificate, that's not the blessing. You can't be fruitful with that. You can't be fruitful like that. So he said, go get me venison, such as I love. Get me venison, such as I love. Don't get me whatever you care about. Get me such as I love. There is a requirement for the blessing. Let's read on that scripture now. I think we stop at verse 5 or verse 4. Let's read on. Quick, 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 quick. and make me me, a savory meat, so as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, and that my soul... Not God (laughs) Listen, don't joke with men. That my soul may bless thee. That my soul... So listen, I can bless you, and I can stop the blessing in your life. You must understand that there are people... God has placed authority of your life over. And there are people God have put your blessing in their hand. Be careful to recognize them and be careful to be wise enough to receive it. Let me tell you why our generation is suffering. We got into a season where the devil began to make children to insult their parents. And part of the source of your blessing is parental. Alright? Then The devil now has taken a new target. What is the target? To make people to stop going to church, to insult men of God on social media, to call them thieves, to call them liars, to call prophecy fake, because there is another dimension of the blessing which will come only through a priest. Only a man of God can release that blessing. So the devil to rob this generation of the blessing that is to come is to turn them against God. So he gives them job, give them, they have easy ways to get money. They are making money, but they are lacking the blessing. So suddenly you realize that you will not find old people anymore. People are dying premature. Suddenly you realize when people start getting old, they start getting poor. Suddenly you realize certain things that are sicknesses that kill people strangely because the devil has now made them to now begin to fight the source and the root of their blessing. The things that will make the average believer get blessed, the believer is frowning and angry at it. He said that my soul may bless thee. I want to ask you a question. Have you made the soul... Whoever, whether it's your father, your mother, your pastor, whoever that carries your blessing, have you made their soul happy or their soul is grieved at you? Is their soul happy with you or their soul is angry with you? Man, part of your blessing is in your wife. It is scriptural. It is in the Bible that if your wife is not happy, your prayers will not be answered. Taking care of your wife and your children is part of your blessing. Is part of your blessing. Woman honoring your husband is part of your blessing. So people often quote the scripture: "A man who cannot take care of the house is what I need." Feed the Bible was not talking about wife in that contest. If you go read it, that's what we're talking about. The scripture that spoke about the wife in that contest is that if a man does not take and um, support the wife take care of the wife and make her happy. If Anytime your wife is angry with you, he said, I can hinder your prayer because of that. And unfortunately, some women are angry bears, always having mood swings as if their name is Moody or Swinger. Always unhappy. A woman one day, the man, they were in our church. I've been praying for this man, praying for this man for things to work. Things were hard. Things were difficult until one day he had an issue with the wife and uh, the wife, part of her load, she's she's leaving the house. And I had to go find the woman and I brought her to church, sat down, invited the man and we began to deliberate on a lot of issues. And the woman made a, a revelation in that meeting and said, every morning, the moment the sun begins to rise, she comes outside and look at the sun and begin to curse the husband. Every morning, once the sun begins to rise the man has gone to work she will come outside and look at the sun and begin call the husband's name you will never prosper you will never make it if your mates are doing this is working your own will never work where others fail you will fail twice if others are poor you'll be poor twice my heart kept. so you see the person we are praying for in church that the, the blessing is not coming things look hard it will look as if doors have opened for him Doors we shut it will look as if things have changed it will look everything will get back it will look as if now when i began to ask question what was the problem the man is abusing the woman the man does not take care of the woman so the woman is literally yes she's ignorant in her own way but the man is ill-treating the wife Is it right for what she's doing? No. Is what the man doing, is it right? No. Listen, we're going to get to this if we get the time, maybe in the evening or some other time. Inside the marriage, there is a blessing that God has programmed for families. And that blessing works when both of you understand each other, work with each other, agree with each other. You are happy with each other. Listen, let me shock you. If you understand the principle, even if you are not praying, the family will be blessed. When certain things are in place, even if you are not praying. Once a husband is not agreeing with the wife, the wife is not agreeing with the husband. The husband is treating the wife wrongly. The wife is not respecting the husband. is not submitting. The man is doing this way. That family will start crushing the blessing that was supposed to manifest. So they see suddenly everything become hard. They can't explain why. They can't explain why. Get my scripture. I think I have to round up. Give it 20 minutes, I'll be done. This morning will be very brief. All right. So he went forward, verse 5, and said, Rebekah heard what Isaac spake to Esau, his son. And Esau went to find, to fear, to hunt for venison and to bring it. Verse 6, And Rebekah spake unto Jacob, her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau, thy brother, saying, Go ahead. Bring me me venison, and make me savoury meat, that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice, according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock, and fetch me from thence two good good kids of good, and I will make them savoury meat for thy father, such as he loveth. Now, for for time being's sake... The the father, all he asked Esau for was to bring me meat, bring me food, let my soul bless thee. And the father specifically told Esau, take your tools, go to the bush and hunt. Now the mother is telling Jacob, go behind the house, go and bring two goods. Alright, go to the house, go and bring two goods and kill it. Let's give your father and collect the blessing. If... The father had a specific requirement. Why is the mother telling Isaac, Jacob, to go and do a different thing when that might not fall in line with what the father has said? Because what the father was after was not the food. No. What the father was after was service. Because you don't inherit blessings where you have not served so go and work for it you have not been you have not been serving me now i want to give you the blessing but i wanted to do so that listen many of you don't understand that can i say this to you from my heart can i tell you something there are people i pray for i know i, I know that prayer will not work yeah i i know i know ask every man of god they will tell you Somebody just come with pride and arrogance and all their pomposity, pray for me and you pray. It won't work. You know that nothing left. No honor, no respect, no regard, nothing. I've had people call me and uh when I, by the time I pick the call, call back. God, I've been calling you, I've been calling you since I book appointment, I've been calling you, it's not working. I don't know. Da, 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 da. I say, Okay, I'm sorry. So, what is the problem? Uh, I want you to pray for me. I'm not feeling well. That healing will it will be difficult to work. I would have to make you do something that will change that dishonor you just brought. That dishonor and disrespect that you brought. If I don't change it, I will pray, sir. Nothing will change in your life. So the father said, I want you to serve. Because if what the father wanted was a meat from the bush before he can bless him, then Jacob's blessing wouldn't have worked. Are you getting it at all? Jacob's blessing wouldn't have worked. But the father is saying, I want you to go through the order of service. Work for it. Serve. So you go, you'll cook the food, you'll prepare it. You will bring it, you will kneel down, you will serve it. You see, if you go, if you read through the scripture, when Jacob brought the food, the father ate of it. The father he poured the father some wine. So, in the course of all those things, he was doing an act of service. Because if the father comes, okay, I bless you, it will bounce back. Many of you listening to me, your prayers have been bouncing back the blessing i prophesy you shall be blessed amen i receive it you type long amen with fire emoji the prayer bounce back hands are laid on you 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 will not die premature the devil said no this thing cannot work this one does not deserve it it bounces back you you must be rich god said no ah, this one i'm not met of the requirement it, many persons don't know how to get the blessing Oh, they come and speak a word, speak a word. Words can be spoken, and yet the word does not sit on your life. Words can be spoken, yet those words will not sit on your life. So, this is why we have prophecies, we are not seeing fulfillment. This is why we have prophecies, we are not seeing the results. So, today, many persons now don't even have the time to come and serve their father or their pastor or even church anymore. They don't even have the time. So this is now, people now say, what is it if you read the Bible? Everything is about money. The Bible, it said this. Now, the time is now being used to serve the government. It's being used to serve your business. Being used to serve other things, so the replacement for your service now that doesn't mean you will not join departments and groups. But those days, you will see people like Elisha. All Elisha did for years was to pour hand when Elijah finished eating, he will come pour water on his hands. He will come when he finished eating, he will come and carry the plate. But right now, somebody who is serving as an assistant pastor, for example, have his own job. It doesn't have that time. So your, your commitment now, from your service at work, you are being paid. From that, there's a token, there's a part in that thing you have been given that should go back to your mother. You were supposed to be with your mother, ironing her clothes, washing her clothes, doing things that way. If you want to go, He will call you, my daughter, come. I bless you you will be great, you will be mighty, you will be this, amen. Then you go, things will begin to work. So part of that money you have now used your time that you're supposed to use to serve at home, to serve at work, you receive part of that money, give it to your mother, give the one to your father, give the one to your pastor, those that have the authority to bless you. Then when they tell you you are blessed, it will begin to work because you are now serving another way of service. But note that that does not take away completely the order and the pattern of you giving a physical helping hand. It doesn't. It doesn't. So it's not all about money. But we've now removed the order structure that will make it happen. So, Esau, lost the blessing we're going to go deeper into the scripture maybe in the evening if god permit esau lost the blessing jacob went there did everything took it esau came let's skip down to about 25. make it quick for me my time is already out skip that that's the scripture Jesus is when from verse 25. esau before he came the father had already blessed jacob and Esau came. my father i'm here i brought the food bless me and okay let's read on 25 i didn't say only 25 let's go from 25 understand the difference let's make it fast and he said bring it near and i will eat of my son's venison that my soul may bless thee and he brought it near to him and he did eat and he drank and he brought him um wine and he drank so you see that he didn't bring it and the father said okay um now you've brought it so no problem i was just playing a prank on you be blessed you are my son no the father ate it that's why i get angry with people who travel to see their parents you bought a bag of rice you got there you stayed with them you ate the rice you finished the rice then you now traveled back you brought money. You went to visit your mother for one month. You gave your mother the money. You sat down. They cooked soup for you. Cook, rice, cook. You stayed like two weeks, one month. You ate almost the money you have. You know it's the money you brought. They are feeding you with. There's nothing else. You finished, then you left. You, you can't be blessed now. No, you cannot be blessed. So, twenty-six, and his father Isaac said unto him, after he had eaten, come near now and kissed, kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him and said, See the smell of my son as the smell of the field which the Lord hath blessed. Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven. So this is the context of the blessing now. God give thee of the dew of heaven. So as dews are falling, every and there's no day that dew doesn't fall, as dew are falling, that is how you get blessed. And the fatness of the earth. So everything you do, those days they do farming, everything you do, your earth. If you plant one corn, you will get 50. If you get so every land you buy shall multiply. And the plenty of corn and of wine. Let's go, let's go down very quick, very quick, 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 quick. Help me. And let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren. This contest is including Esau and let the, the mother's sons bow down to thee, and and curse be everyone that cursed thee. So you see, he began to, I told you earlier, that there is no other blessing that comes from heaven. It is Abrahamic blessing that is shared over everybody till Jesus comes. So look at what Jacob began to do. Um, it's as he began to do now, he began to reactivate Abrahamic blessing upon Jacob. He said, curse be everyone that cursed thee and blessed be he that blessed thee. And it came to pass that as soon as Isaac had made an end of being, of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet cursed gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his son, came in from hunting. Let's go. Give me more. Quick. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He came in just immediately. He didn't come earlier. He didn't, nothing. And it was not his fault, but it was his fault. I, Give me a scripture, let's go, let's I'll show you. And he had made savory meat and brought it unto his father. So note now, the same thing the father asked for. He had brought it, but he's not bringing it now at the right time. Can I say, listen, listen. Can you stop allowing people in the world to deceive you? Can you go to God when you're supposed to bring it? Can you bring your pie when you're supposed to bring it? Can you bring your first fruit? When you're supposed to bring it? Can you work in church when you are supposed to work? Stop postponing what you are supposed to do. So we keep breaking the grounds of the blessing. So when it's time to stand, we can't find it. He still brought it, but he brought it at the wrong time. He still brought it. He said. And he brought it unto his father and said unto his father, "Let my father arise and eat of my son's venison that my soul may bless thee." 20, 32, and Isaac, his father said, "Who are thou? Everyone say, "Father in the name of Jesus. On the day of my blessing, I will not be rejected. On the day of my blessing, I will not be absent." Can you pray that prayer in 30 seconds now? On the day of my blessing, I will not be rejected. On the day of my blessing, I will not be absent. Rakatuba lagash kataya, Bokotoke pelege koto, brica sute, meleke de e granish katai, sepelen tokodosis, afratelas, o ripalacos, le pelenke degesh, brocosuke peligra davas, modeprekis sute, valle ila parasoto soto, pericele petos, ila mekensokoposis, alifra katabe legedosh. in the name of Jesus. On the day of your blessing, I pray that you will not be rejected. You will not be lit. You will not be abandoned. You will not be forgotten. Hmm. Hmm. How many times have you been lit to your blessing? How many times have God led you to do something that will bring you blessing? And you delayed it, or you've not done it till now. How many times? Okay, get back with my scripture quick. Let me see how I can finish this thing and let's go. Get back my scripture. If I can get two persons to do my scripture, I think it will be faster. All right. And Isaac, his father, Said, Isaac, and Isaac, his father, said unto him, "Who art thou?" And he said, "I am thy son, thy firstborn." So imagine you now explaining yourself to your father. Imagine you now explaining yourself to your father. 33, and Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who, and where is he that hath taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten all before thou camest, and have blessed him. Yea, and he shall be blessed. Go on, let's go on. Quick, 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 quick. The time is already out. And when, and when he so had the word of his father, he cried with a great exceeding bitter cry, and he said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. And he said, Thy brother came with subtility and subtlety, and are taking away thy blessing. And he said, Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he had supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright and he Behold, now he are taking away my blessing. Now that's what we're going to examine in a moment. He has taken away my blessing. And he said, Has thou not reserved a blessing for me? You see, Esau cried because of the blessing. Our generation, listen, God needs to show mercy because we are rearing a generation that in the future there will be nothing to show for. Because we feel we have a fast technology. We have a fast phone, we have data, we can misbehave. Just hold on now. Get me Genesis 25, 27 to 34. Genesis 25, 27 to 34. Esau now begano um understand what has transpired. But because he was bitter and angry, he was still not seeing the truth. All right. He said, Is he not called Jacob that he had taken, he had stolen from me this twice? My father, is there not one blessing for me? Somebody who was supposed to own all the blessing is now looking for one, one, one. Somebody who was supposed to be so well is now looking for one. I wish you have time, we will pray, we will pray, we will pray, we will pray. Many of us have lost our destiny before we even know what we lost. Many of us, let's let's read that scripture. Let's get to this 27. Look at it now. It said, He has stolen from me twice. He has supplanted me with subtlety and all of that. But is it true? Is it true that Jacob actually stole from Esau? Let's read now. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter and a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did because he did eat of his venison. But Rebekah loved Jacob. So everyone look at something now. According to this scripture, according to this scripture, the father loved Esau. But you don't get the blessing because a man loves you. You get a blessing because you meet the requirement of the blessing. And secondly, the venison the father was asking Esau, don't forget, the father said, such as I love. That means esau have been doing it before and according to this scripture it is not the first time esau was bringing venison but the father is saying now this one you are bringing is what will unlock the blessing to you the one you have been doing notice why they are fine they are true. but there is something you need to receive now that you need to do this in a different way many of us easily get tired in helping our parents not knowing there is one that you are to do now that you are matured you go visit your mother you can't even go to the kitchen to wash plate you go visit your father you can't even iron his clothes many of us now you visited your father many times he still wear rumpled clothes and you just sit down finish and walk away not understand that the same thing you have been doing can still be done to bring a blessing see somebody tell you i'm tired of paying tax, i'm tired of giving offering i'm tired of working in church all this while i've been working where is it there is one there is one there is one that we unlock what you have been looking for service have a zenith point when you hit that rock there is no way you will not be able to receive an inheritance and jacob saw the portage, and Esau came from the field and he was faint Verse 30 and Esau said to jacob feed me i pray thee with the same red potage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Adam. Let's go. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? so you see the issue that I was blaming jacob that jacob took his birthright and jacob has now taken his blessing are you seeing now look at his look at his character what is this better what is this stupid birthright Profit me i'm hungry and i'm dying many people now have said keep your virginity what is virginity when i'm looking for house rent forget virginity ah do they carry virginity to heaven keep keep your character don't stain yourself don't steal for, for, for what look at my mate. Those people are doing uh, stealing is our government not stealing is our district not doing so we've sold out the routine and what you don't understand is that what you are you are selling yesterday is what you needed today to make your life work what you are trading now is what you need tomorrow to make your life work so the same person grows up Trying to get married. It is not working. The same person grows up trying to get a job. It is not working. The same person grows up trying to get pregnant. It is not working. The same person grows up trying to fulfill destiny. Nothing is working. Why? There was something they sold out. 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 Listen, the target of the devil is to steal what is yours before you even know that you have it he they sort of didn't know what is ahead of him he was hungry let me ask you what are you going through now and what are you willing to trade for what you are going through what are you selling what are you giving you? what are you destroying in your life for what you are looking for sleeping with a man two men three to parents what you're not aware of they just took from you what would have given you an estate 10 years time they just they just took from you what would give you an estate 10 years time that is what they've taken from you hmm. Study 34 then jacob gave his of bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way thus Esau despised his birthright so the moment he finished eating and stood up and walked away. He just lost the right to receive the blessing. The birthright is the right to receive the blessing. The right is what makes you legally, when you come before the blessing and say, bless me, they will not ask you, who are you, my son? Your voice will not begin to sound strange to your father. Your voice will not begin to sound strange to your prophet. That's right. Genesis 12, 16 and 17. Genesis 12, 16 and No, sorry. Hebrews 12, 16, 17. I'll stop here and we'll continue tonight. Hebrews 12, 16, 17. Look at this. So, the Bible has given us what is or did. But look at what Paul began to compare Esau's attitude to or explain it as. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person. Get me another version. I would love TPT and amplified. After I'm done with this, TPT and amplified. It said, Lest, be, lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. So what this scripture is saying now is that through sexual intercourse, through illegal sexual intercourse, you can what happened to Esau is repeating now in our generation. So you did not open your mouth legally and say, take my birthright. What is birthright to me? But the moment you've now disregarded your body and submitted your body for what it should not be. You've already lost something that money can't pay for. And what you lost is what we, if they tell you God bless you and you say amen, it should not take you two days for the thing to begin to happen. What you lost is what would have made it possible. That if they tell you, you, in fact, you're not supposed to even be praying for marriage but you already lost the seat of that marriage so Esau's attitude has now been compared to a fornicator so by the time you will need the blessing by the time you will come for the blessing by the time you will be asking for the blessing he said you no more deserve it you no more deserve it because something has gone wrong you already sold it to satan be careful that no one among you live in immorality becoming careless about god's blessing are you seeing it So he said this thing, once you do this, you don't need to say anything again. The moment you do this, you have now become careless about God's blessing. So the day you will need the blessing, you won't find it. Like Esau who traded away his rights as the firstborn for simple meal. And we know that later on, when he wanted to inherit the father's blessing, he was turned away, even though he begged for it with bitter tears for it was too late then to repent what have you given away that no one may become guilty of sexual vice or become a profane godless and sacrilegious person as he or did who sued his own birthright for a single meal? For you understand that later, later on, when he wanted to regain the title, regain the title to his inheritance of the blessing, he was rejected, disqualified, and set aside. For he could find no opportunity to repair by repentance what he had done. No chance to recall the choice he had made. Although He sought it with tears. So, are you seeing why our generation is suffering? Are you seeing why we have beautiful sisters who cannot get married? Are you seeing why we have beautiful brothers who can't prosper? With degree, with masters, they can't prosper. They get to a point, they feel abroad is the solution, they go abroad, but still they now end up becoming slaves. They now get into a higher curse now becoming a slave, selling off their future for today because of the seat of the blessing has been taken off. This birthright could be likened to as your destiny. This birthright can be likened to as your star. This birthright can be likened to as your glory. I remember having a deliverance session with a girl and the spirit began to cry out, said anyone that has intercourse with this girl loses his destiny immediately the girl be- belongs to us it was a marine spirit so she be- belongs to us and we've already her own destiny is already gone but we now we've now made her as a vessel for us to be harvesting the destinies of men and this girl is beautiful beautiful that any man would just want to be with. See, everyone that has slept with her, their destiny is gone. A member of mine shared a story and said that while he was growing up, there was this girl who became his friend. And one day he was sick, and the mother came and saw the girl. The girl was cleaning the house and washing and all of that. And the mother asked, who is this girl he said oh she's just my friend and all of that the mother said be careful i'm sensing something that is not right and the mother left now the food the mother prepared they were eating it was eating with the girl sitting down and eating and it was left with one meat the girl said eat the meat he said no you are a lady go ahead and eat the meat the girl said eat the meat he said ah no eat the meat they argued for a while and all of that and the guy said, "You are not even smart, you are not wise." And he was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "You should have carried the meat with your mouth and use your mouth to put put it in my mouth. Then both of us will bite the meat and divide it and he said, "In my family, we don't use mouth to share meat. everybody eats their meat. He' still being naive and all of that, and that was how he took the meat and he ate. And he said suddenly the girl sat down and began to open her legs, sitting opposite him. He being innocent, not for understanding... All right. So this young lady said, if you were wise, you would have carried the meat in your mouth and we tear it. And that was, he said, I will not do that in my family. And the girl sat opposite him and began to open her legs and the underwears were showing. He was confused what was going on. And while he was there, Twisting her body and all of that, and just making some funny comments. Suddenly, the girl began to scratch her face and the girl began to cry. My eyes, my eyes, fire, 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 fire. That's how the girl began to manifest in the room, tearing off her clothes, removing her wig, and all of that fell on the ground. Eventually, when the girl was able to stand, the girl ran away and they didn't come back again but in all this why his friends kept telling him so you are not wise this girl loves you i not see this girl keep giving you a lot of green light just do this thing and just take your share and just let this girl go and he said he was so naive then cry that he didn't even understand what they were saying because the family he came from listen your upbringing your upbringing have a lot have a lot to offer Your sanctity, your upbringing. If you are brought up in a filthy environment, you will grow filthy. You will grow filthy. There are some of you listening to me here right now. that You now being in church is just by the grace of God. The way you have grown around people, the things you've done, it's only God that will even help you that there is still a destiny. There is still a. All you have now is just motivation. That's all you have the things you've traded with you've traded the things you've lost so right now you're asking you you are now in christ you're asking yourself oh god why me why am i going through this why am i because you've made transactions you shouldn't have made and he said he left for holiday when he came back one of his friends is now dating the lady a christian brother was dating the lady and He kept asking the guy, what's going on? Everybody was laughing on campus that uh, somebody have taken Evangelist's girlfriend. This person is smarter than all of that. And to cut the long story short, I think the guy became sick.
4: The
3: guy became sick and eventually left school. I think the guy died or something, I can't remember. Then he said, years later, He became the campus president, and they began to have outreach and all of that. Then one day, they shared some group of people to go for evangelism. When one particular group came back, one of the brothers brought a list and said, these are the people we have evangelized, so we have to do follow-up. He said, bring the list. While he checked it, he saw the name of this girl on that list, and he told the brother, no, you will not be the one to evangelize on this girl's issue. Give it to another, let his sister be the one to follow up. The guy said, No, ah, I brought so won't I follow them up? He said, No, I have a reason. Please let a lady follow up on these people. And a lot of argument and argument. The guy said no. Over his dead body. How can he do so and all of that? And the guy. That was how the guy took on. The lady had began to follow up. She suddenly realized the guy was not coming for um, prayer meetings anymore. The guy was not calling anymore. The guy was not doing anything anymore for the um, fellowship. And one decided to go and look for the guy to surprise him as a Christian brother. And it was part of the leaders who founded the fellowship. When he got there, knocked the door. The guy was asking, who is, that? who is that? He didn't answer. And the guy opened the door. When the guy walked out, the guy was on buses and shirtless. And the guy was shocked seeing him. When he looked over the guy's shoulder, he saw there was a girl laying on the bed. He was seeing the girl. He was seeing the girl laying on the bed. And when he looked clearly, it was the same girl. And we were asking the guy, what is this girl? You said you are doing follow-up. So how is this girl on your bed? He you said the girl is having a accommodation issue." He's trying to help the girl to get accommodation and all of that. And he told him, no. Now, let's call for somebody else, one of the sisters. They will give her accommodation. They will take care of her and all of that. The guy said, no, that he won't and all of that. And he went as far as telling the guy, I said, today you will choose between this prayer meeting or this girl. The guy said, okay, since he's so, I will choose one so You see, sometimes we try to spiritualize our wrong, that nobody can rescue us. The guy said, I will choose one so Bible said, He that when they saw his wife, so I will choose this girl instead of choosing the fellowship. And he walked away. He said that guy started drying up. The guy became lame. The guy began to dry up. The guy began to dry up. And according to what he was saying to us yesterday, he said that guy, since then from school, this is about 20 years later or so, the guy is still 60 now. Since from school, the guy is still sick. Lean and dried up tea now are you following or are you following i have to run up the guy is still 16 now No, no medication have been able to cure him no prayer has been able to cure him he said months later they had this the fellowship they were doing there was a letter on campus who was on fire for god so they invited the letterer to come and minister for them. The letterer came, ministered powerfully. The campus was on fire everywhere. The power of God was so heavy and all of that. And the letterer told them, okay, you guys are doing well. I'm going to buy you a musical instrument to make your work very easy. And everybody was excited and they left. They waited, waited. They were not hearing from the letterer again. So he sent some escorts to go and check on the letterer. And they bought some gifts as honor to go and give to him so that they could they would tell him and this and that and all of that. And when the escorts got there, they knocked and knocked and knocked and knocked and knocked. The lecturer wasn't opening. After some minutes, the letterer came to open the door, was wearing just buses. And while they were just there greeting him, suddenly they saw the, the same girl who walked inside the room, wearing just tower inside the lecturer's house. And they came back and they told him. He said the next time he saw the lecturer, a few years later, was on TV on handcuffs. He has been jailed for a crime. I don't know what the crime was, but he saw him on TV on handcuffs on a, a program called Crime Watch in Nigeria. He was going to jail. And... Years later... Another person again on campus who was also on fire, burning, 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 doing, turning the campus upside down and all of that. Suddenly they saw that this girl has now become close to the person again. And before you know, that was how the person went off. And that one died premature. Lot of stories, lot of everyone on fire, the girl must be their friend. Everyone on fire, the girl must be their friend. Everyone on fire, the girl must be their friend. She's a fire extinguisher. She will turn them off and take them out. And he said just a few years ago, he saw on Facebook, a man had shared a wedding picture, those pre-wedding photo and invitation. He said to the glory of God, I'm getting married to this beloved lady. And beautiful lady, godly lady, and the one that my heart beholds wrote all the long epistles. And who was it? The same girl who was off the light of everybody on campus. So now, this is going to bring me, we're going to talk about this in the evening. I want to close right now. The same person who has been quenching everybody's fire is finally about to get married to someone. Now, tell me what will become of that man's future. If you are a lady under the sound of my voice you have realized every time listen there are two people on this table now one is the people on the angle who their fire is being extinguished and the other is the angle of the lady you are the one you know you know every time you date a guy he must have problem every time you date a guy he will become poor every time you date a guy Every time a guy has having intercourse with you, the guy will begin to complain of his finances. He will begin to go through a problem. If you don't wake up to deal with your life now and cut off yourself from certain demonic connections and initiations, one day you will get married. One day you will definitely get married and that man will never prosper. The man will say you are a witch and he will throw you out. Or that marriage you get broken and get divorced then you start looking for prayers when it was already it's already lit i have realized that there are people the moment they get into the cycle of a church they get into the cycle of a ministry there is a force some don't know why some know somebody like this girl might not even be aware she just knows she has some strange sexual appetite. She just can't, if she sleep with 10 men now, she will not be satisfied. She just knows she has some uncontrollable desires and behaviors. She just wants to masturbate. She wants to sleep with fellow ladies and all of that and that and that. She can't explain what the issue is. What she is not aware of is that there is a spirit using her to harvest destinies. But there are people who the devil allows to get into church and very nice people. Naturally nice, they get into the workforce. And the reason why for all of those things is to bring them close to the people on fire, the prayer leaders, the the singers who are anointed, the people, whether you are ugly or not is not the issue. The the pastorate and all of that to drain the fire out of the people. To drain the fire out of the people. The moment they are done, the devil takes them into another church and the way they are so um, working, they are so nice, suddenly they get in and all of that and they get in. You realize you found yourself that anytime you get into an environment, you must find yourself in a relationship with those who are anointed, those in power. Listen, it does not mean that your calling is to marry a pastor. No ma, no sir. It could be your calling is to carry those who are supposed to bring the fire and to end them. The devil has called you now to end them before the fire will begin to emerge. Everyone, I want us to pray a prayer. Father, I will not be a fire extinguisher. That is the prayer. I will not... Listen, there are people, not only women, men. There are men who carry demonic spirits that their wife will suffer to death as long as that woman is married to that man, as long as that woman is having sex with that man, she, she, that it will suffer. And one of the symptoms is that, I'm not saying generally, the people who their case is medical, their sex drive is strange. So the devil knows that, okay, what is in this person like is or can easily be transferred through sex. So let's leave it there. Their sex drive is strange it is it is better they are hungry than they have sex and they have sex and they don't that they eat food and they don't have sex their appetites their desires is strange they have imagined have to have sex on the roof such person you end up getting married to them a woman was just killed to last last month by the husband why she was caught sleeping with the is it the driver or the journey to I don't know. Some person now, you'll be quick to conclude that, oh, it's because if the husband does not stay at home, you'll be shocked, it's not true. But because this person has built a life that no man can satisfy them. How can you, a young lady, you are inserting cucumba in your private part? The day God will give you banana, how can banana be able to contain that private part? You are inserting yam inserting bottle, inserting a tree inside your private part just because you feel you are not getting enough pleasure. Eventually, the day you will get married, no man will be able to please you. The same thing serves as people who had had a lot of sexual experiences. You should have sex with 10 people, 20 people, They see that in the college body count, 40 people, you've had sex, every left, right, hand. Listen, if you don't get into building certain discipline and serious prayer and getting committed to God, you will end up realizing that you will never have a fulfilled marriage. In fact, the reason why the marriage will become first of all is that in the course of all your experiment and escapade, like Esau, you've sold out your birthright. You've sold out your best destiny. So what was supposed to give you the seed to get married, the seed to prosper, the seed to be great has been given to another person. So now you are wondering why me. Why can't I prosper? Why can't I get married? What is wrong with me? What am I not doing right? Man of God, am I not following you well? Have I not been doing this? I've been tight, to know. I've been we, we didn't say that. We didn't, but like Esau, like Esau, there's been a trade. There's been a trade, there's been a transaction. Something has been given out. That's why you don't get married by sight. Many persons have married their grief. Many persons have married their poverty. Many pe- look at something for an example. Look at something for an example. Everyone were praying, Father, I will not be a fire extinguisher lift your voice and pray that prayer whatever way that you can lift your voice and begin to pray
0: we got together with pastor chris and pastor stephen on thursday to just go in after the presence of god and try to pin lyric and melody and after a couple of hours it just felt like the presence of god just stopped everything And we wrote a song called The Blessing. And it's straight from scripture. And it's the heart of the Father over us as his kids. And we're gonna sing it this morning if that's okay. And this is a blessing over you and your family and your children. So just receive this this morning. Just put your hands out in front of you. Turn your heart to a place of just receiving the blessing of heaven from God himself over here this morning The
5: Lord bless
3: to go back and pray we're going to come back tonight and continue but let's understand that as esau could no more esau couldn't get his destiny again jacob became popular jacob became prosperous jacob became a nation everybody wanted to reckon with but esau became absolutely a nobody if we don't fix what needs to be fixed we will receive prophecies we will do a lot of things and all and all and all and all but at the end of the day we will realize that it is not working we will realize that it is not working being profane like esau also includes Going to consort the spirit, consult an idol. There are many things, many things that will bring Esau's resort or Esau's reward into our life. Far beyond just intercourse. It looked ordinary to us. Some of us just did it for fun. Some of us did it just. Let's just do it. Some of us, you didn't grow promiscuous going around. You married the problem. Yeah, you married the problem as a wife and as a husband. Somebody who carried the wrong spirit. Somebody who have already sold out their destiny. And that is it. Some of us did it because of circumstance. We will see the case of Esau. Esau was right in asking for porridge. But trading his destiny for porridge, Esau wasn't right anymore was not right anymore so we must get it right and i pray oh that's will pray that lord nobody will extinguish my fire that's the second part of it and the third part is father restore my fire all right this fire is not only prayer fire and all of that different angle is what we are dealing with and i pray that the lord will us. i pray that the lord will restores in jesus name Amen and amen. God bless you. If you have an offering, go ahead and give. See you tonight by 5 p.m. Bye-bye.